Howdy, podcast people. This is Added to the List Reality Rewind, where we recap and deep dive into the biggest reality shows on TV. This episode, we will continue our breakdown of Big Brother Season 25, including Cameron's absolute reign as a comp beast with three back-to-back wins. Woo! My name is Graham Capito, and I am joined, as always, by Alonzo Ramont and Zach Schultz. Good morning. I love the energy in the intro today. Yeah, Zach Schultz and Alonzo Ramont. Let's do it. Well, yeah. Oh, did I say Zach first? <laughs> Honestly, okay. Well, here's the thing. It's written on my sheet the other way. So some, some, something pulled me to put you first, Zach. I don't know what it was. Oh, uh, the cosmic... Just well, be happy. You gotta Big save the best for last. So mm, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, My brain was orienting the way things should go. But the yeah. last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Okay. Wow. Was that a quote Ooh. from this week that I missed? That's a quote cool show. From, uh, the B-I-B-L. Ah, the Beeble. Oh. Yes. The Beeble. Mm-hmm. Is that a new book? Beeble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, brand well, new. Sounds like the book for me. <laughs> well, we're we're not here to talk about Big Beeble. We're here to talk about Big Brother. Season yeah. twenty five. So, Ooh. uh, what a what a series of episodes. I was going to say a week. I don't know if it's been a week of worth of episodes ever since this new weird schedule. But the past few episodes, man, Cameron, he's just been racking <sighs> it up. I don't think yes. when we last talked. Alonzo, you probably knew, but um, following the live feeds, but he had not secured his resurrection as a BB zombie, sending Jared packing for good. Um, and then after that, just a series of wins back to back. Yeah. Before you guys gush over Cameron, mm-hmm. who's I'm on my team, by the I, way, we know. Okay. I am not a Cameron fan. I just I think he's a douchebag. I, I like, and mm. I, I think that's a new development for me. I didn't feel that way about him before. In fact, I think we've discussed that here. Yeah, but these last few episodes, you know, like him turning to the camera and he's like, "I can do whatever the f I want." It's uh, just with like, this little you know, wink. Yeah, like, and honestly, go ahead. That's why I am liking him more. It, it, like no no cast member or guest house guest has had any edge to them like whatsoever over the, like for the last like several weeks. And now he's actually kind of showing some aggression, some like gameplay. So it feels mm-hmm. like because I've never watched Big Brother before, it feels like traditional like guest behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel I find myself somewhere in between you two more towards Zach um, because I do recognize that there's a bit of him that's like show offish sort of, you know, I'm the big man in charge, which he he's kind of earned with his uh, lots of wins. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we were asking for, like someone like you said, Zach, with that edge who isn't afraid to just play hard not really play hard in the way that maybe like Sari had been dominating the game but just not afraid to be a out front player 
Um, which... Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, <laughs> he won head of household. He nominated Felicia and Mimi. Like if you and 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 won the veto and decided not to use it, why not take out Corey? Okay, so wait, that, did he decide way into another thing where like I'm done with Corey in America, man? I I, I want him out. I've I've shifted on them too, and him with that ugly mustache, shave it. <clears throat> yeah, well, America did ask for that him to keep that. I'm sure she did. She I'm did. Sure it was on. Mm-hmm. That was the third episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. I lost. Well, it. I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you, Zach, on on Corey in America. It's kind of like, all right. And, and I was... to be honest, there they blues right. Blue said they're kind of hiding behind everybody else. They've made alliances with everybody at this point. Everyone. That's exactly why people were going after Sari mm-hmm. uh, and Jared, um, mm-hmm. and now they're doing the same exact thing. And so I thought a big move would be to eliminate Corey. Corey is one of those people who, and remember I chose him in the very beginning as somebody who I think could win the game because his type typically win the game. And so if I'm Cameron, when I get a shot at, and he, he suspected that Jag and Matt might be aligned with Corey. So why not take out Corey? I was so confused why, Corey and America were not on the block. I thought that's obviously the choice you got to make. They're trying to like run things and in terms of like, like you said, like, like Sari, uh, making alliances with literally everybody. So I was very frustrated by that. And that like, he didn't put either of them. Up. It was so, and the fact that he really, Cameron really targeted Felicia, uh, even though Felicia, I don't see as a threat competitively. Like, you know, they were talking as if they were, like, two big threats in the game. But I think, like, Ceree's a bigger threat than Felicia is. But it's more, he's, his, what he's saying is, I don't want her in the jury, Felicia, because I think she'll sway people not to vote for me. That's why he wants her gone Mm. now, before jury comes. Um, which I think that's silly. I, I can't think of very many people who, who vote like that, who or who decide um, like that. I mean, Felicia's one person. Um, and I think she will vote for the player who deserves to win the game. So I, I, I'm mm-hmm. a little upset that she'll probably go home and that she won't be in the jury. I think Felicia honestly deserves to be in the jury. Well, are you because we didn't see how the veto was played or not played. So is that are you alluding to what Cameron will do or just the fact that he put her up originally? Originally putting in saying because he said like Felicia is my target. Like I'm targeting Felicia. And then like I think there was like whispers of backdooring. You can tell based on the editing he's not putting up. Corey, there wasn't enough talk about it for I mean, for him he, to do it. it. To me, it seemed like that's what he was more convinced to do with Jag coming in and telling him, "I don't think it's a great idea." And he's like, "Well, I want, I do want to work with Jag, but maybe he's working with Corey, so I should get out Corey." Um, well, but then you heard, I don't know, I and listen to Felicia's speech. 
I just think he's going to keep Noms the same. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could I could see that being a good move because originally I thought maybe it would be a good idea to get Corey, but if he doesn't use it, it would be smart now that she's already painted him in this light. Like you, that's just another easy target for next week. Yeah, I think it'll be next week. I mean, if you even look at Corey, he, I mean Cameron, he didn't even mention Sari on his list at all. Nobody's mentioning Sari at this point. Which he is, just cannot die. Oh, Sari. <laughs> well, she lost all of her allies, really. But that's but true. But but that's that is the case. But like, gosh, I mean. It's great for her. And the fact that she's not played in one veto competition, like she's never been chosen. It's like, it's kind of, I feel like it's almost, I don't, I don't want to jinx myself, but I feel like it's written in the stars it, from the very first episode that Sari is going to like run this thing. Like she's going to be the main character of the thing, of the whole. She definitely series. has been giving main character energy for sure. And <laughs> I think it's going to be interesting next week. Cameron can't play in head of household. So the slate is clean. Now, if Felicia's gone or if Corey's gone, we're going to have somebody who's never been HOH before. So the only other two people that are there who've been HOH, which is wild, is Felicia and Corey. Wow. Nobody else wow. has been HOH, which is very unusual i was gonna ask I, so riley was the first hoh uh-huh. we had Hysom. then we had felicia then cameron then Corey, then cameron again oh wow yeah and remember Corey was only hoh for a night because it was double oh victory. yeah like for like two hours and so typically you have way more hohs by now um so it's a clean slate so mimi came in second place in the veto competition she only lost by 23 seconds to Cameron. i was happy to see that they were focusing on mimi a little bit more uh because i want to see her as a competitor but i think that's also a good sign for her that they haven't been focusing on her i think we talked about this in earlier episodes when they don't really focus on people it feels like they're going to be there for the long haul like uh you know they start to show their real competitive side whenever it's down to like six people true yeah, although I think that's more accurate when the whole show has been filmed like the traders but i i see your point yeah and i do think that Nicole is running out of sort of her side of the house is dwindling so much that if felicia goes home and it's still sort of structured that way she might just sort of lose by elimination, yeah. you know, just because she's an easy pick that isn't on the largest side of the house. If that side can stay together for more than a few days, which yeah. is very up in the air, you know, we have no idea. Now, an alliance I feel very strong about is Cameron, Matt, and Jag. I don't know why I feel so strongly about those three, but I feel like they're one all. All three of them are going to do good in competitions. Weirdly, Matt hasn't. Matt hasn't done well in a lot of competitions, even though he's like an Olympic athlete. Yeah, um, he comes close, but, but rarely wins. Yeah, it, it just seems like those three won't have anything to like go against each other on. 
So I think that, that it's probably like a pretty strong alliance. Now, we don't know, though, because with this season, there's literally 80 different alliances so, every few days. And they're going to just flip back and forth based on who's in power. Because look at Jag and Matt. They're also aligned with Corey and America. If Corey and America win HOH next week, then they're going to be with them. You know, and I'm sure if I'm Corey, why wouldn't I target Cameron? You know, like absolutely that's why i'm thinking why didn't cameron target Corey? it i'm so frustrated that yeah. Corey is not on the block right now like i'm fine with Corey. i like him i don't think that was a good gameplay to not put him or america on the block at all mm-hmm. i think it was a weak move by cameron to be honest with you which is so getting... shocking because he's made such bold strong moves and he even mentioned like Corey is the more imminent threat so then like why not treat him like that and like i think he's really thinking about juries and like what's gonna sway the whole group so you know like felicia that's why he's targeting felicia but again we said it already that it's like she doesn't seem like a true threat and alonzo you even said that felicia seems like she would be good in the jury and i agree i think felicia would be a good opinion in that in that room. I think Cameron's gonna regret it. He's he's. We're going to hear him say, "I should have sent Corey home." Because at yeah. this point, I think it's gonna end up being Corey versus Cameron. Um, and he Cameron is kind of into America, you know. Um, I think he thinks that could be another number for him if he gets rid of Corey. So we'll see. Hmm. No. Yeah, and you, I mean, you've got to, I, I understand worrying about the jury, you know, because you need those votes to win, but you got to, you got to get there first. Exactly. You know, like, like, let your game yeah. speak for itself and just worry about getting there. That, that would be how I would play. Yeah. Agree, because you, know? you don't even know. And here's the thing. All you got to do to convince people is just keep winning. If you keep winning then you're forcing people to vote for you. And as of right now, are we going to vote for somebody who's never even won HOH, who's never even won competitions to win the game? That's mm-hmm. not very likely. So at this point, if Cameron were to make it to the to the end, he would be a front runner, you know? Um, That's a good point and, and against, like, Sari. Because Sari has never been HOH. Not once. Not a not single won, time. Not won a competition. That's at all. At all, yeah. So she really uh, needs to win something because, uh, you know, we all know she's been playing the the best game I think she possibly could, but I don't see anyone winning without one comp win. At least I wouldn't yeah. vote for someone without a comp win. That's it's it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's bizarre. I mean, this season, from what I understand about Big Brother, this season is diverting a lot from what usually happens. And I will also say, though, there have been people in the finale who are who have not won the most competitions, but who are able to mess that final speech. Because mm. say I was responsible for sending if Sari can say I was responsible for sending Riley home. I was responsible for sending Hysom home. I was responsible for sending Red home. I was responsible like if she can list like I may not have been the HOH. Mm-hmm. 
I am the one who was pulling those strings to make those things happen. Mm -hmm. That's what you want at the end of the game. You don't want people to know that during the game, <laughs> but at the end of the game, you want to be able to say, I, when Felicia was HOH, I made those decisions. She did what I told her to do. You know, if, if she yeah. can fix it in that way, then that could um, help her in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone's poised to, at the end, make that sort of speech, um, it is Sari because she has made those big moves and she can talk. Like, she can frame that in a an award-winning speech, which yeah. is why I think she's played such a good game. But it, it, I do think it's like a balancing act because you need some of those big, like, you need the comp wins that everyone sees and that puts the target on your back you don't want too many because then you're going to go home but if you don't have enough you know yep. that speech in my eyes is only going to take you so far so well, I and she needs like one hoh and she needs to take out somebody like Corey or cameron like that needs yeah. to, be, to be her like yeah thing she can stake her flag into yeah yeah because... get, like maybe get a target on her back before juries like right before jury happens yeah and that would be you know because then she would kind of show herself as a powerful player in the game. And then that would be swaying even more people's opinion towards her instead of against her. Yeah, most of her moves, I feel like, were, you know, at least a few weeks ago. So, and by the time we get to the end, um, you know, people have short memories, you know, I think. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, she's not doing much. But I think that's why she's not a target, you know. Uh, True. Yeah, she's smart. So, yeah, she is. Well, something we haven't talked about is uh, Jared's gone. True. Jared's yeah. Gone. And I was actually just about to say, I think she'll be able to say at the end, if she made it to that last finale night. Oh, wow. She can say, and on top of all of that, guess what else I did? I played this game along with my son. Say hi, Jared. You oh, know? my God. I'm just thinking about it. I'm thinking about the night that it would happen, and now I would freak out. <laughs> like I, I feel like the whole group of people on TV would freak out. Mm -hmm. That's good TV right there. It is, but we can't. We, that, that might not happen though. Yep. And Zach, that was uh, just to keep a recap on who's has who. Jared was Zach's player, <laughs> which <laughs> which leaves Zach with Matt and Felicia. Yeah, um, and Felicia's <laughs> currently <laughs> being targeted. Uh, but Matt, I would say, is in one of the strongest positions in the house, like most secure positions. Yeah, but he's boring. <laughs> but I think that's what that's what makes him safe. You know, it's yeah. like people mm -hmm. thought he's going to be like a comp beast and all this and he just really wasn't mm -hmm. um, he's just nice he's been surprisingly <laughs> nice. really good at building su surprise to me i guess because yeah i thought of him as this comp beast guy at building relationships yep yeah That's where he's, he's like everybody's like i love matt he even said last night he was like i will never put up Suri. didn't he say that last night um, um i don't i, I don't I, recall that last night but he I said saw that him before. say that stuff yeah, he said, I, I will never put up Suri. So they, they've been bonded since, like, I think, like the second episode they were showing 
like talking about like his deafness and her uh, well, really random but... aside i loved the Corey bit with uh bothering Sari about survivor i thought that was hilarious <laughs> i know <laughs> No and offense, he, he was it reminded like, me a lot of Graham. Like, if Graham was in oh, that situation... <laughs> absolutely. Remind me what happened. So they spent, like, like five minutes on this whole, like, little bit of Corey bothering Sari, like, consistently <laughs> about asking about Survivor and, like, just, mm-hmm. like, the, the basic logistics of the game and, like, nothing about Big Brother at all, but, like, he's just very interested in the actual, like, I Survivor I mean. aspect of it. And it was funny because they would cut to him being like, yeah, she's just super fun to talk to about Survivor. And the best part is like it doesn't get on her nerves. And it seemed like he was being genuine. And then they cut to her in the diary room like, oh, my God, he won't stop. <laughs> and then at one point she gets called to the diary room right before he's trying to talk to her. And she's like laughing about it like, ha, 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 BB, Mr. BB pulled me away from Corey again. <laughs> um, I would like to think I would have the... Uh, the social awareness to not bother her so much, or at least pick up on the fact that I, it's bothering her. No, it's not a bit to Corey. He's not, this isn't a bit because Corey's no. pretty He's just no, like a survivor no, I super it a bit fan. Because the show treated it like a bit, like yeah. it was a joke. But yeah, no, Corey just loves Survivor. Did you know, I think, is it his brother? Yeah, I think his brother was on Survivor. Yeah, I think he said oh, that like recently. I think it was last season or the one before. Uh, and but he, he didn't do very well, right? No, yeah, I... He the first one off, I think. Yeah, I vaguely, vaguely remembered him. Uh, speaking of, just a quick little detour. Have you started this this season of Survivor, Graham? Oh, oh, don't you worry. Don't you worry. What you been watching? What you been watching? Okay. We, will, we will talk <laughs> about that. Absolutely, I have. I'm almost tempted to hijack the show and take us there right now, but <laughs> I'll, su- I'll suppress that urge. Got it. Thank yeah. you. We're grateful. Of course, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to, uh, to uh, next week, of, you know, to see who's going to be in power now that Cam... Uh, it should be a nice little, and I'm hoping it's not Corey. Like, I just want somebody fresh and new to be Mimi. Mimi, come on, Mimi. It's your week. Let, let Mimi make moves and like, because she got second, right? In the last competition. He did. Uh, he yeah. did. Like, let her really make close. moves and like make her mark. Yeah. 23 seconds. That's how close it was. Yeah. Mimi's on my team. So I will gladly root her on to be that HOH. I think that'd be great. I guess um, I should be cheering on Corey. He is on my team, but that's true. Oh, I always find myself cheering on people that are like <laughs> directly opposed my to me. I kind of forget about who I'm supposed to be rooting for. It'd be who different if Cameron? we, uh, I do. Oh, shoot. Yeah. That's I got, so maybe let's, so Zach, we already said you got Matt and Felicia. Uh, I have left three people america me cole and cameron uh i feel pretty good about that that feels like a nice diverse set um as far as positions in the house and then alonzo has lost no one uh <laughs> really yeah so he's got your joke um, what no it's uh, bowie jane Corey, jag sari and blue 
Oh my god. I know. We, but Billy we, Jane could explode on screen and I would not notice it. She's <laughs> like, I have no idea when what her she's voice, doing. When they when they show her in the diary room, I'm always, I'm always like, who is that? Like the voice comes out of nowhere and it's loud and the accent is so heavy. Uh-huh. It's just random. But I, I chose strategically because I chose people who were in the for, who I thought would be in the forefront, who I thought would be floaters, you know, kind of mm-hmm. in the middle as well. Because um, floaters tend to make it like far. Somebody like Bowie Jane will come in like fourth, you know, third or fourth. Gosh, um, I just uh, don't like. How do you not come to to play? Or and you know, we don't <laughs> we don't know what it's like in the house. It's like, like, are you on vacation? What what what? Like maybe she does feel like she's playing and she's going to come home and watch this and be like, like I had this whole arc, like my whole narrative (laughs) that felt so important to me and real was, is not even here. Uh You know? And the thing is, let's speaking of like, I got to give credit to blue. I think blue's really trying to play the Mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. He's been trying to make some moves and yeah, you know, she's the one who told Cameron Hey, you should put up Corey. He's coming after you, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then he didn't. Yeah, which was I smart, yeah, because I she knows that Corey is after her next um because of Jared. I don't I know why. Why like, I think that's why. I think it's because of Jared. But uh, that's stupid. Go after Cameron. Yeah, go after the actual threats. Well, because he felt really confident with Cameron. Like when Cameron first won HOH, he just like strolled up to the room. He was lounging on the couch yeah. and he told him like, yeah, I feel super safe with you. Whereas he feels like Blue still holds a grudge because of Jared. He put Blue up on the block with Jared when he went home initially. Um, And, you know... Sari and and Felicia were the ones comforting her, and I think Corey feels good with Matt and Jag, but I've never seen a real talk with Blue and Corey, so I can understand why he would want to go after Blue if he feels so good about having Cameron there. But little does he know. Well, I guess he probably has a good idea now. Mm. Well, hey, let's go ahead uh, and take a quick break. And then we come back, we'll talk more Big Brother. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back to talk more Big Brother, wrap up our thoughts on... Uh, where we are at in the game so far and maybe each sort of come to the table with our analysis of who we think uh, overall is in the best spot who's poised to win bb25 um alonzo you want to start with you um do you have your your power player right now who you think is in the best spot to win the game oh man um I knew the question was coming and I, so do you want to know like who I want to win or who I think? Let's win? do both. Let's do both. I'm still team Suri all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for who you a, want to win. For who I want to win. I just think it's a great story. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it feels like a full circle sort of moment. Um, so I'm going to go with Suri for who I want to win. 
who I think is in the best position to win right now. If this person were to win a competition or two, I'm going to go with Matt. Mm. See that. Yep. Yep. He, he always does pretty well, even if he didn't win on the competitions, he's great with building relationships as we've seen. He's sort of more so earlier on kind of, dipping his hands into multiple groups without it ever jeopardizing his game overall. So I think Matt's yeah. definitely a strong pick. Yeah. So Zach, where's your head at? Who are you thinking? See, I feel like whenever I think like, Oh, who I really think is going to win. I do have a strong feeling on Sari. Like it's the opposite of what Alonzo said, where like, I think like, she just it seems like it's written in the i said this near the beginning of this episode it, it seems like it's like kind of written in the stars that she's going to be the head honcho like she's going to be the, the the winner in the outcome and that would be great again like that would be that would be awesome but uh but i don't know if that's necessarily who i'd specifically want to win but i do think she's I, I think she has the most uh, for her, except for the fact that, you know, not not great in competitions. Um, but if Cameron can survive until jury, I think if he keeps establishing relationships that are kind of built out of a little bit of fear, like people are kind of worried about him and how big of a threat he is, I think he could really pull it out because he's one of the first people in this show to show or in this season to show like real aggression and real like strategy and real, like aside from Sari. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So those are my two top picks. Yeah. Those are good picks. Yeah. I, and I, you know, I'm going to second Cameron as my one who I want to win one because he's on my team, but two, he has been that player that we've sort of been asking for to make those big, bold moves in a way that doesn't send you straight home. You know, yeah. we'll see what happens next week. It might, you know, the trend might roar right back into place again with Cameron. But I think he has played a really strong game. I think this week, now that his second week is HOH, I think it's a second. He's done a much better job of building relationships as opposed to just causing chaos and everyone being on the back foot and no one really knowing where they stand with him and kind of just wanting his reign to be over because it makes everyone uncomfortable here. He's actually, I, I'm not sure. It seems like he's recognized that and has spent a lot more time solidifying a good path forward while also still making big moves. So Cameron is who I want to win. However, I just don't see him making it there. I think it's, it's going to be tough. That's a hard road. And he's proven that he can, you know, literally, you know, come back from the dead uh, and, and keep playing. But I think it's sort of a long shot. Uh, I would say it's probably going to be. I, Matt, Matt feels real strong to me. Also, Jag, you know, Jag early yeah. on was on the block a lot, but everyone for the most part really likes Jag. Um, he, and he's also not afraid to like play hard and speak his mind. Like in the HOH room, he told Cameron, Hey, you know, I don't think this move is a good idea. Hopefully he doesn't jeopardize his relationship with Cameron. 
but I think, you know, he's really strong with Matt. He's really strong with Blue. He's He didn't have a good relationship earlier on with Cameron, and he's amended that. And he's been really good at comps. Um, he, I think, has won at least one veto, maybe more. Yeah, he won the veto with the egg, the egg thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he's really smart. He's athletic. Um, and he's just really likable. I really like him personally. So he's going to be my pick on who I think will win. Do you have Jack or does Alonzo have Jack? Uh, nope, Alonzo does, of course. Yeah. Classic. So, yeah, so that is uh, how we're feeling. Me? You have Jag. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, he woke up just just when we mentioned him, perked up a little bit. So, yeah, that is our that's our thoughts on where we are in the game right now, who we think is in the best position to win, who we want to win. Um, and it sounds like... I was trying to look at our players to see which one of us, like who puts, who is put in the best position. Um, it still seems like Alonzo with all five people. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, re- and really strong players anybody. as well with Suri and Jag and Corey. Honestly, and Blue. So, yeah, he's in a great position right now. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up our Big Brother talk for this week. Um, so, let's take one last quick break and then when we come back we will hit our final segment what you been watching what you been watching we will be right And we are back for our final segment, as always. What you been watching? Alonzo, let's just keep this train rolling. Why don't you go first? What have you been watching? Well, a lot. Um, So I randomly... Okay, first of all, let me say this. I have recently got into um, college football. Which, Hold you know, phone. Yeah, really, yeah, not a super, you know, oh. not a super football kind of guy, but so much so that I'm even getting into a little betting. Whoa! Uh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, um, this which... podcast is sponsored by DraftKings, actually. Yeah, <laughs> FanDuel. FanDuel. I didn't FanDuel. 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 Okay, sorry. Uh, I'll cut uh, out. I'll um, cut out DraftKings. Sorry, FanDuel. <laughs> So that's been fun. A, a couple friends uh, and I have have been doing this. They s- sort of pulled me into it. Mm. Um, but I had already s- I had already said like this year I was going to try to keep up with football a little bit, at least for the social aspect of it. You sure. know, sure. And so uh, so that's been interesting. I haven't really been watching a lot of games to be honest. Um, but I, I will keep up on Twitter. I record a couple of shows. Um, I, I already was a fan of the Pat McAfee show. Uh, and now his show is on ESPN. Uh, it was on YouTube before. Uh, and so I watch his show and kind of keep up with the highlights and college game day. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so that's been interesting. Very different. Uh, what's your team? Louisville? 
Louisville for college. But L1C4. Listen, they're killing it this year. I've heard. Um, and I have Alabama. I have an NFL team also. You should probably never guess. Don't make faces, Graham. No, I was making faces at. Oh, okay. Because I said Bama. Yeah. Oh, well, my 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 NFL team is uh, the Sooners, the Oklahoma Sooners. Did you make uh, that up? Is that a made up team? I think you just made that up. Sooners. <laughs> How do you even spell that? S- sooner or later. I like the word soon with nerds. Oh wait. I thought we were talking about NFL. Are we not? I'm sorry. 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 Let me let me backtrack. So I'm going with Louisville because it's like my local team, right? Mm-hmm. But as far as college, um my actual team is is the Sooners because I can go to a U of L game. So I'm I'm trying to be on that bandwagon and they're doing really well this season. Sure, but my sure. college my college team is um the Sooners. As far as NFL, I've been on the fence and non-committal. I've been considering the Colts because, you know, Indiana, it's close. The Bengals haven't done anything since Peyton Manning left. Was thinking about the Bengals because, you know, Cincinnati, I like Cincinnati a lot. So I don't know. I, I'm, I, haven't, I haven't locked in on the NFL yet. There's mm-hmm. the Bears. There are the Bears. 1984 Super Bowl champs. Chicago. Yep. So anyway. Nice. Um, Finished season three of uh, Only Murders in the Building. Um, And they just got announced for a fourth season, which is nice. Um, A show that I had never seen before, and I just randomly watched the new season is American Horror Story. Mm. Oh, Um, I'm enjoying it. And so, so much so that I went back to the beginning and just completed last night the very first season. Oh my gosh. I can talk to you about this for a long time. Uh, Which I loved. Jessica Uh, Lange, man. Jessica Lange, amazing. You know, and I'm not a big horror person, but like, to me, like it, 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 I, it, it wasn't unwatchable for me. You know what I mean? I, there, there aren't a lot of jump scares and stuff like that. Like, it was cool. It's it's more, like, yeah. atmospheric in terms yeah. of, like, the scariness of it. But, like, Ryan Mur- So, I have not watched, like, the last two seasons of that show. I feel like Ryan Murphy uh, has gone crazy a little bit. <laughs> like, I feel like he's really campy and he's really yeah. ridiculous. Uh, and you really see that in like his other show, Scream Queens. Have you ever seen? Have either of you ever seen Scream Queens? Never watched um, it. That is, I actually like more than American Horror Story. But yeah, I love. Oh, I love American Horror Story. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, recommendations? I'll give you. I love Coven. Favorite season? Okay. I, I mean, I'm planning to just watch them. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I already started season two, uh, which is uh, Asylum. Asylum. Yeah. Uh, just started that last night, but I had to turn it off because I was getting tired and I didn't want to fall asleep. That's how you know I'm into something. Because mm-hmm. I turned on Veep to go to sleep. Uh, uh, and so... Um, we don't turn the TV off. We just put no. on a sleep show. <laughs> and just turn the volume down to like five. That's how that works. Yeah. 
Because uh, when you wake up, Julia Louise right there. Yeah, <laughs> you can exactly. you can see her. You're comforted. <laughs> um. So so been enjoying um, been enjoying those. Um, I have recorded Survivor. I've not yet watched <laughs> it just yet, but I'm planning to try to get caught up. I was gonna try today, but I don't know if I'll have time. Um, Make today. the time. Well, okay. Um, uh, so yeah, I think that's the sort of highlights. Um, I feel like there's something I'm missing, but that's the highlights uh, of what I've been watching. I've been really excited about. Um, oh, oh, I'm rewatching Game of Thrones also. <laughs> oh, just, just, just the uh, cherry on top of this. Did you yeah, watch yeah. all of Murder House in a day? Not in a day. No, 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 no. Oh. Over like two days. No, I'm kidding. Like over three or four days um mm. but like there was a day i didn't leave the house at all and i just stayed in bed and watched the tv so um i want to say that i watched probably because i didn't there were 12 episodes so it was a little bit more than i thought there would be yeah um, but excellent performances connie Britton is excellent dylan mcdermott great just uh, debut of thaisa farmiga who is that? She's the girl. She's the young one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, in, in Murder House. She's she's, you know. She got really famous from that, but then she's done like the conjuring movie. She's in the nun. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I I really have been enjoying uh really been enjoying that. So boom. Very nice. Oh, Very nice. oh one more thing. Has it been three months since we recorded? When did you <laughs> watch all of this? What is happening? Well, we didn't do what you've been watching last episode. We did a lightning round. We, we oh, yeah, we did, did do a lightning round. Yeah. Um, have you guys had a chance to check out um, Gen V? Yet? Not yet. No, but it has been at the forefront of my radar. I'm so excited. So I feel excited. like shame that I haven't watched it because I, I mean, the boys is excellent. Like it is, it is, yeah, you know, my favorite show. TV. Yeah. I started it last night um, specifically because I knew we were recording today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Is it, Good. is it, say, I, I feel like it has the opportunity to be even darker than the boys does dealing with like youth and teens. There's just some weird things. I'll, I won't, we, we'll talk about it like, you know, once you yeah. guys after we've walked out. Also, yeah. it just came out, so there's probably a lot of people who haven't. Right, right. Oh yeah. Yep. Nice. Okay. So the, that's funny story. The reason I remembered is because I was on Twitter and there was this clip, a very strange clip, and I clicked on it. And in the com like it was very odd. And in the comments, everybody's like, What is this? What is this show? What is this show? Oh my god, this is weird, you know. And it was Gen V, and I remembered. I was like, "Okay, mm. go check it out." So, mm. yeah, nice. Anyway, that's what I've been watching. That's the year's worth of content Alonzo's been watching. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, all all. Wow, I had a very very busy last week. Seriously, <laughs> what on earth? Yeah, you're yeah. just in the wings. In meetings with headphones on. <laughs> with it's like, don't talk to me. I'm almost done with season one of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, Zach, um, what what have you been watching this past year? 
<laughs> well, well, uh, 20 things. No, um, I, I have been, so I finished Everybody Loves Raymond and I've been floating adrift absently, uh, looking for a place to go with my life. I cannot do anything without Raymond. I, I think you should I just start your podcast. Not having that show in my life, but, um, I finished the film series of the child's play, the Chucky movies. Uh, and if for those of you who are just clamoring, who's dying to hear what my favorite one is, uh, <laughs> I, I would say Seed of Chucky is the best one. Which one is that? It is uh, one, two, three, four. It's the fifth one. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love puppetry. I love puppets. And, mm. and you know, that's, that's the one with the most puppets. Mm. Uh, I have now started the Chucky show. Which Alonzo, I think you watch. Yep. Um, that's awesome. And people say like the lead is terrible. I don't agree. I think he's fine. He's like people say the actor's bad. He's not bad. I think the whole I love the child's play series of movies because of the child aspect of it. And that's not a good thing. Like it's so funny for a little kid to be like, Chucky, where are you going? And then Chucky's like, shut the fuck up. Like he screams <laughs> at them or something like that. <laughs> That's the real like uh, meat and potatoes of that mo- of those movies is that like the juxtaposition of a toy acting like a serial killer. Love it. Highly recommend if you haven't watched. But uh, I also so I, I've started uh, for October. I'm gonna watch a scary movie or a spooky adjacent movie uh, every day. Oh, and wow. I watched The Exorcist for the first time. Hmm. And I have never seen that movie. Uh, it's good. But it's from like 1975, 78, something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it is scary. Like the demon possessed girl's scary. But uh, like, you know, y- you see help me carved into her stomach and it still looks like it's like a piece of styrofoam, you know, <laughs> like, you know, they're, they're still limited by their day and age. There's. I also didn't know the ending to that movie, and uh, spoiler alert: the ending's terrible. <laughs> like it doesn't end well. Mm. But uh, I, I watched it because, funny enough, we you know just watched Big Brother, and they were really advertising the new Exorcist movie, yeah. the Exorcist Believer. Uh, and I saw the trailer for that when I went and saw Talk to Me, and I think I talked about Talk to Me on one of these episodes how yep. much I hated it. But <laughs> the Exorcist trailer was like, oh my God, this seems like a little bit too much. Like, like, like I'm scared by just the train. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta get in on this. Mm-hmm. Never been a big fan of like possession and like the devil and ghosts. I never thought that that was very scary. I think like home intruder stuff is really scary. Like strangers and things like that. Or like um, folk horror. That's what I'm really into. But, uh, you know, it, it's solid. It's good. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see Believer in theaters. Yeah, that's going to be seemingly terrifying. Yeah, I've also been interested. That trailer has um, surprisingly to me pulled me in. That's something I really want to see. Um, so I feel like I've been somewhere in between both of you all on what I've been watching. Um, less so on the football front. I've been trying to get into it as well. Um, I've only watched one game. Um, I feel like I could get more into watching Louisville um go kart i'm planning to go to a game at some point okay well let's just go yeah let's, let's do all it. go zach it's it's season come baby up, come on Football down 
and we'll all go to a game. That actually sounds fun. We gotta get on yeah, that. We'll talk about that later. Fun. Um. So yeah, I haven't watched too much football. Maybe that'll get me into it. Get a nice bratwurst, chilly October weather. <laughs> Anyways, what am I talking about? What I've been watching. Um. We went to the drive-in last weekend. Um. And to go along with what Zach was talking about, saw two classic horror films, um, both from the 70s, and they both showed. Um, I'd never seen, so I'd never seen either one. Halloween, OG, <gasps> yeah, I know. Um, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <gasps> so Halloween was the first showing. Um, it was hard to hear at first because we were trying to watch it outside of the car, but our speaker box was a little far away and, you know, there's noise where we got an okay parking spot that was sort of near concession stand. So we got in the car to listen because it was, couldn't really hear too well. Um, it was, fu- it was good. Uh, it was tense sometimes just really, I guess my brain is just, you know, wired too much like a Gen Z TikTok you know, child, but it was slow moving. Um, the murders were not all that scary. Like it just what I don't know if I'm used to. Are you talking gore. about Texas Chainsaw or both? No, uh, for just Halloween, first of all. Um, it was pretty good. The atmosphere, it was very fall. You know, Halloween. Um, it was a, it was like an original cut. He had to change the reels like every like twenty or so minutes. Oh and the God. first time they didn't tell us this was going to happen. So it just like starts flickering and you see the words like on the film and then it stops for like five minutes with, with no one telling us what's happening. <laughs> and then, and then it, it's just starts back up again. And then the second time he's like, so I'm going to be changing the reels. Uh, back in the day, they'd have two of these, but we only have one. So I'm just, give me a second, which was kind of interesting <laughs> just to see how people watch things back in the day. Um, Man, thank God for digital everything. Seriously. It, it was cool, though, to experience. Um, yeah, so the movie was fine. It was okay. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Whew. Um, I So, I, yeah, obviously I'd never seen it. I was really into it uh, in the beginning. Uh, it felt kind of like like a low budget indie movie horror that we would get today. Like the characters were yeah. really weird. It's and gross strange. feeling. It's like a dirty feeling movie. It feels so dirty. It feels so low budget and dirty, um, but not in a bad way uh, in the beginning anyways. And then we get to the murders and it is, it is really gruesome, like just sort of bone chilling the way I, the acting's really well done. Um, like you see people when he's, get hit uh, over the head with a, like a mallet hanging the girl up and she's screaming yeah she's hung on a meat hook alive horrifying but then like the last 30 minutes is just her running through the woods screaming like she is screaming non-stop probably for 30 minutes of this film and it just kind of got uh, to be a lot I was kind of over it the pacing of all that was just really weird and drawn out it's a really weird, like indie before it was indie horror movie to me. Um, Want to know a fun fact? Yeah. So you know, you said this, and I knew I was going to have a a reaction. Either any movie you said, because you said you went and saw two old horror movies. I love horror movies. Mm-hmm. Halloween is like my movie that I annoy people with in terms of like if I'm watching it with people, I always say the trivia of it. Mm. But that was 
you know, it's the OG. Bef- uh, sorry, I was about to lie. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the first ever slasher movie, like the first ever one to do that, to, to have like a killer stalking these people and killing them. And then Halloween did it. But both of those movies had like micro, micro budgets. Mm. And uh, to the point where if you watch Halloween, you can see in the background that there's palm trees. There's no real actual like trees that would be in Illinois. There's palm trees in the background and there's like scattered fall leaves on the ground because they literally had to recycle like three trash bags of leaves that they would just sprinkle on the yards and then they would pick them all back up and then do it again. So yeah, it is like super micro budget. So you can really, and I agree with you, you really notice that shoestring nest of those movies because they're really like there's a lot of shots of uh michael's perspective of just like looking at laurie strode for like 20 minutes they like most uh-huh. of that movie is just like establishing shots so yeah it's always it's always been like like those were the og like indie movies yeah yeah nobody and, would fund that and there was um i feel like there was some charm to some of that um but it really it sort of just started to wear thin a little bit. Um, but overall, it was fun. Like, it was just fun to watch it at a drive-in. The atmosphere of it was really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So so that that's the big things I've been watching. But I just, of course, I have to plug Survivor real fast. Um, last night, I watched Big Brother this morning because last night we watched the first episode of season 25. 45 45 survivor and um man i these players are soft i'm just gonna say they're soft they're weak um it's easy for me to sit here on on the couch and say that um they're bringing a cool energy or a really excited energy but right off the bat you have someone who can't even climb the ladder onto the boat um and spoiler alert by the end of well I don't know. Alonzo, you haven't watched it. So I won't spoil it. Um, Started the episode, but I have not watched all of it yet. Yeah. Um, So I will say at the end, you know, it's just, it it is not the caliber of players that I think you would have gotten from the earlier seasons. Um, That being said, I, I like a lot of these people. I think it's a real diverse, just group of types of people which is is fun to watch. I think there's going to be some really interesting dynamics already. There's a lot of interesting dynamics and people playing really hard, really, really early on. Um, but uh, I'm loving the new hour and a half format. Um, you can just tell they're putting a lot into the show, like budget-wise, filming-wise. The quality is as high as it's ever been. And I'm really excited to some of the the twists. Um, there's some newer twists. The advantages seem really interesting. I can tell we're, we're poised. I feel like for a really good season, I just feel like right now we we got to trim the fat with some of these players. They are just I don't like. What did you think you signed up for? I'm I'm shocked shocked by some of these players. Um. But of course, I'm already loving it, and I'm really excited to to keep uh, keep going with it. Yeah. So, Alonzo, highly recommend you watch that. Uh, highly recommend everyone watches it. Of course, I'm probably going to give updates every week or so. <clears throat> Maybe we can sprinkle in a Survivor segment 
here or there. Um, but uh, yeah, so so that is the end of the episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Zach, you got one more thing to say? No, no, no. I was I was going to ask you what uh, when does Amazing Race start? It's now. You know? It's already started. It started at oh, the same good. time as Survivor. Yeah, I saw a trailer for that, and I was interested. Yeah, probably gonna. I'm probably gonna save that for when Survivor's over. But uh, yeah, it's, I'm I'm also super excited for that. I just only have so much room for reality in my life. But yes, yes. I, I watch like something about a kitchen and some other stuff, right? Something about a kitchen. I assume you mean Master Chef. Oh yeah, Master yes. Chef. Kitchen a crime theme kitchen. Something about a kitchen. That's what we watched. Something about a kitchen. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, next week we'll be back for more Big Brother talk to see what happened with Cameron's veto choice and the new HOH. But until then, we'll catch you next time. Later. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.